What is happening? What is up? It is Bellevue. Bubbly water provided by pure aqua. Lime flavored. In my cup. We're back with another episode of Just Be Normal. I'm back once again with me. Smeds, what up? Yo, what the hell are you drinking? So we... <laughs> We're the uh, type of households where we always keep like my it's interesting, dude. So I'm glad you brought it up. So Liz, my wife, a Floridian, her family, when I first started dating them, like that's right when the LaCroix boom was going. Like, do you remember that? It was like the LaCroix boom of 2017 where like bubbly waters became the thing. My wife never really got off that train uh she got off the lacroix but seltzer water's a mainstay in the so, crib. The, so yeah the funny part being is when i started dating her uh her family had like been on and i think it ha- i'm not even joking dude like i think like living in florida and i think it's the same thing in like southern california where like you want to be in shape, like you're outside more, like healthy eating, I think is more viable just with the, it's year round growing, like that kind of stuff. Yep. So I think with health, her family being health conscious, this was like their soda. So like dating her dude was like culture shock because I think you grew up a lot like me where like our seltzer water was Mountain Dew Code Red. I mean, I don't think I had a seltzer water until I was like 25 years old. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So for me to go from Mountain Dew to this was like the biggest jump I've made to date. But what I will say is like, once you get used to it and understand what it is, it's not bad. But to answer your question, when we go grocery shopping, dude, I'm sure nowadays you're fucking like me too. If there's a deal, we get it. Like if it's cheaper, I buy it. So oftentimes instead of like the LaCroix or bubbly brand, we're left with Belle Vie, pure aqua, lime flavor. Probably tastes good. That's the big thing with these, <laughs> dude. I don't have the palate to be like, ugh. there's certain ones I definitely like that I think put like a little bit of juice or you know what I mean. But the there most of them are just like, yep, almost tastes like a lime. And it's got bubbles. So that's what we go with. Yeah, man. We had the thing uh, going for a while where you push the button and it makes it right into, you know, no anything way. you got. Yeah, we got one of them. They're like 60 bucks. Oh, for like a carbonator? Yeah. You so can make anything out of it. Like, you know, you could put bubbles into like anything? Anything. So how do you know? Because that fat, is it CO? Like, and this is going to, uh, some people are going to be like, wow. You really are. I dumb, think it's but... got to be water, though, to okay. start. Okay, but like a water. Can, but then you can pour the yeah. water in. Well, yeah, like I was going to say, like, I'm not thinking like bubbly maple syrup. But <laughs> with that being said, dude, with like, if you was it CO2 bubbles? Like, I don't really know yeah. what the bubble. Okay, so CO2. you put a little like cartridge on of CO2 and you like hit the button and it just goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I had a period where I was bubbling up like uh <laughs> the the water and then i was putting it in with like some orange juice and some tequila like a hot summer day yeah dude you know the cocktail uh 
window is beyond open at that point. And anything, like you said, you're probably so bloated because you drink one of these and for a half hour, you're just going, (laughs) it's probably the worst thing for me to be drinking during this. But at the same time, like I get the appeal, right? Anything with bubbles we love. Yeah, Yeah, well, it's the spirit of the deal, right? I mean, that's how we got from buying multiple 12 packs of LaCroix or uh, one of them was called, I think, straight up bubbly or bublé. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's the one we like too, the bublés. Yeah, the Michael bublés. And so uh, we got on the spirit of the deals how we found that thing. And it's good to know though, dude, because the other thing like we're looking at too. One of my buddies at work just showed me that he, like, there's an account on Instagram. The one thing I hope it'll, I think, prove people you can get very smart and navigate these waters we're in, whether it's an economic crisis or, you know, the world starts to physically burn. Like there's enough accounts right now to where you can learn a lot. So my dude at work sent me a guy who shows you how to buy. Essentially, it's like the back leg of a cow or like smaller than that, like a big roast or whatever, right? You do know like Mr. Meat or Dr. Meat, something like that. And I know you can get half a cow from the Amish. Well, so yeah, dude, the, that thing, that's my dream, right? I've talked about it on here to where that's like where I really want to get to, or I just have my own, but this guy shows like what you can buy in a supermarket for 50 bucks or something you would usually gawk at because you're like, I'm not going to spend that on red meat, but then how to butcher it yourself to where you're, and then dude, like, that's my big thing. The next thing I want to get for my kitchen aid is the uh, meat grinder. Because oh, then yeah. at that point, I just need to buy big slabs of what I like to eat in terms of the cut. And I have my ground beef. You know what I mean? Like 100%. That's so like, I, I don't know. I'm fascinated with all these like cool accounts that you can learn from. And I'm not going to be like, I'm a hypocrite if I said like, I've always been this way because dude, I can't keep my attention for anything. But at this point, <laughs> the list of things I'm trying to learn is getting too big. I'm already on tree identification and bird identification. So adding and pasta making and bread making. So I'm almost at five, which is too many. Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard anytime you get above two. Right. And, you know, I know me with ADHD, I'm constantly, I'll set out for the day and make like a goal of like, these are my seven goals for the day. And uh, they'll be whacked out. Like I want to be a gardener real bad, like in, yeah. in the vein of what we're talking about here, you know, I really want to be like a self-sufficient farmer uh, yeah. and stuff like that. And then, but then meanwhile, I'm like reading like handicapping the, the open championship for golf in between all that, like just totally off the wall, bouncing back and forth. Yeah. I'm the uh, same way. The dude. And that's how like social media will kill me because it's like, I'll go on Twitter then I'll go on Instagram. And then dude, I'm like a weirdo to where like, I'll go on Zillow just to look at, Zillow, you know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's like what you make of it. But the jack of all trade master of none is like my forte, which I have to watch out for. Cause like you're saying, dude, you could get spread way too quick. Well, you know, the rest of that saying is everybody always leaves out the second half of that quote. I don't know it. I swear to What's God, it? I don't know. It's jack of all trades, but a master of none. But uh, something is better than a master of one. Uh, I don't know it, dude. I just know there's a second half to it. it. So is it saying the opposite to where like a guy with multiple skills can also be beneficial? Because, yeah, are you looking it up? I was going to say. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because 
the well, dude, that's the other thing. The quote game used to be so sick. Like I, I often look back to like I'll do something as like 1600 uh sayings or something and the stuff that you can yeah dude one of my favorite I mean, things talk like a pilgrim dude so they said i found it and it's a, it, i was close it's jack of all trades but a, ma- a, a master of none but hold up i already forgot it this is my but oftentimes better than a master of one. Ooh. So wow that is you interesting know. you don't hear that dude you just hear the negative what is that yeah, man. Even Nobody like it. knows that there's a second half to that quote. No, dude. And I swear to God, I use it in my own career where I'm like, uh, Jim and Jack of all trades. <laughs> I don't know if we want that kind of person. It's like, what? No, that's so funny, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a testament to that, right? Like being, having multiple skills, but at the same time, I believe I am one of those per- people where like, I, like I've talked to, I think we talked about last week where I've never been diagnosed with anything, but I call it AIMP. I have ants in my pants and it's just like <laughs> constant attention. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I often think when I give it my all, I can be really, really skilled at something. But the issue is, is I'm like you, I want to be a gardener today, but at the same time I live in an apartment and at the same time I'm trying to do this, like you know, all that shit. It's, yeah, man. It's yeah. how to get, it's how to get, uh, I don't know. It's an interesting like dynamic where you, I, but that's the other thing. It drives me nuts because no one self-reflects enough. We talked about last week, but I'm not going down the rabbit hole, but no one self-reflects enough to like, think about like, how do I process the world? How can I do it differently or better or whatever? Anyway, no doubt. There's been a few couple like, I didn't write down a ton of news stuff that happened in the last week. There's a couple big things um, that I know, like for you and I, I would, I don't know, hit home to a certain degree because you and I are big football fans. Um, you proud, proudly, proudly uh, went to Maryland. I proudly root for Penn State. So we're big 10 guys at that. And yep. in the college football community, there was a huge shakeup. Pat Fitzgerald, the head coach of Northwestern, which is a one of those schools that's exhausting because you know, if you, if you, are in the circle of someone who went to Northwestern, you know, they went to Northwestern and they ram it down your throat. It's like, they pride themselves on being super educational, but with all that like stuff that I don't like, there's the football program, which has always struggled when we were young. And then this guy, Pat Fitzgerald, who the all American man, he's clean cut. He's jacked. He's working for a smart university getting everyone back on their feet. The program had a huge year a couple of years ago, and then they really fell off last year. Just got let go for a internal investigation that was done due. And the results, I guess, are that there was some sort of unified system with hazing going on in the football program. Aye, aye, aye. Huge dude. So this was a big shakeup. Cause like I said, he's one of those names where like, as a program, you don't care about Northwestern. You assume whatever team you root for can beat Northwestern. Right. At the same time, his name, everyone knows. So you, uh, unlike myself, I have a funny youth football story. I played football for, I think three weeks. I was in fourth grade. It was one of those things where I 
once the end of the summer was coming, I was so jealous of the kids that were like hitting each other and like playing. You know what I mean? Like why you play football. That's why I signed up. But my big thing, dude, is like, I've, and this is where I can't blame my parents, but it's like, God, I wish they were just like more realistic with me because if someone told me that a old man was going to be yelling in my face when I was in fourth grade, because like even at that age, dude, I'm sweating bullets. I'm, I'm fat and out of shape. And this old dude screaming at me and I go, Oh dude, stop. (laughs) Like I just didn't. Right. But for you, you played youth football, correct? Like your whole, you played until the end of high school or up until high school. I actually started out playing CYO football, Catholic youth organization. And uh, man, we, we played on a field of like rocks, dude. Do you you remember how old, like you, was that like really young? I think I was 11 years old when I started playing. So memories had to be somewhat clear. Like, do you remember like getting there? Cause like I said, I remember very, I remember everything about it. So what yeah. was like, even things like contact for you? Was it like, I mean, did you feel angry? Like you had enough aggression as a kid to take out? Like that was what I lacked. Dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Had, my, yeah. Like my, 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 I was not that much of a happy camper as a kid. I mean, my parents got, got divorced when I was like five and like, yep. I had, I had a good childhood, all things considered, but I just yeah. had a, you know, anger. And I, so I wanted to play football cause I wanted to go hit people yeah. and, uh, Dude, this was back in damn, probably like 20 plus years ago, maybe. And um, the coaches back then, they used to just line you up. And like this was CYO football. So like the Catholic youth organization. So they don't have like the the government pads and like the government like <laughs> helmets. And stuff. It's like you little know? giants. It's like, yeah, little giants, like Rudy, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they would just like Oklahoma drill us. And like, it didn't matter like who you were. It, dude, I remember like there would be times where I would be like, I'm really going against this kid. that's like 10 times my size. Like, cause they wanted me to be a running back. Got it. And I so was you like, be able to take a lick. Right. Yeah. I was like, all right, I don't mind. Like I'll line up and I'll do Oklahoma drill, but like you'd get tackled and your arms would be like bleeding. Cause there was like rocks and bottle caps all Jeez. over the field. And uh, I wanted to hit people. So I did switch to defensive ends. So I could do some of that. But yeah, the coaches there, you get you ran into some weird ones over the years, man. I mean, in high school, we played I actually found my um, old stuff. We actually went to the state championship my wow. junior year. I oh, didn't that, play. Yeah, I but still what a but, prime year to be on. The, like junior year was a fun year. I felt at least for myself in yeah. high school, like I was a scout team hero. I mean, I got to lay kids out on JV. And if we were up by 14, I got to go into the game. Oh. But our coach was a, a a bit of a – he could spaz out. Let's put it that way. I mean, I remember one time uh, this kid, Steve Hetland, like bum rush and sacked our quarterback like in practice, like the day before like one of the state playoff games. And like oh. you know, quarterback red jersey, like don't, don't touch. Hit, hit the quarterback. Well, like Hetland was like, this kid could play linebacker, let me tell you. But he just was like a dog, like he took the dog off the chain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, he laid out our quarterback, and Coach Ricky like starts freaking out, dude. And it was raining a little bit, so he had an umbrella, so he starts swinging it around, hitting oh. Hetland with it, oh, grabbing my. him by the grabbing him by the face mask, going, "What the hell are you doing?" Like. Oh, dude, it was crazy. Isn't that so, some shit, though? And I think that's like, I 
I, and once again, like you and I are going to eventually, this podcast is just going to be called like two grumpy men because we're just going to start <laughs> yelling. But isn't it funny though? Because we had to be close to one of the last generations to like have that because dude, everyone has a camera. I think a lot of it still goes on, dude. You, I because wonder. Yeah. Do you think you, in like high school programs? I think it goes on everywhere because you get guys that just say uh, they're I, I'm a hard headed football guy and this is the way the game is played. So and I think a lot of places turn a blind eye to winning. Yeah, well, and yeah, and what the issue is and the weird, I feel like the less money involved, the weirder it gets. That's why like high school, like like this guy, right? What was this guy's big dream? He sounds like he was an older guy, Coach Ricky, and like based on that this is his life dude and he takes so much pride I mean, in the game he's beating a kid dude he coached uh garden valley high for plus 40 plus years man since uh, he i you know dating back into the 80s and uh you know under his sometimes whacked out methods you dude. know um we we were the first uh, team to ever go to a state championship. I mean, we yeah. got our ass whooped by uh, Terrell Pryor and shit, no. but um, no shit, dude. <laughs> no, you didn't. Nah, Terrell Pryor played in the state championship game right before ours. He was double A. We were three three. Damn it, dude. We were four. He was there though. We went to high. So listen to this, dude. No <laughs> shit, dude. We went to high. I was. We went to a four A high school. My junior year, we made it to the state final in football. We got waxed. I watched Terrell Pryor play in that game. You were in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Yeah, I know where you were. That's so funny, dude. It never clicked to me to ever think like, wow, no shit, dude. Yeah, because I remember Terrell Pryor, I think I should look that up when we're, I'm going to post those stats, what his state final of our junior year game was. Because dude, I remember I was drunk as a skunk as a high schooler, but even peering out onto the field, dude, he looked as a QB. He was four or five inches taller than every player. Some of them guys you just knew were going to the NFL back then. It, yeah, mean, and you know, he I, was one of them. We went to, I'm sure, very similar high schools to where if someone was going D1, you knew. Like there was yeah. a couple like linemen where it's like, oh, wow, really? Like you just don't like because lineman position is weird. But like if we had a good QB, if we had a good wide receiver, like you knew like early, just the bait. They're two, they're insanely athletic, dude. It's mind boggling. Yeah. But oh, to bring dude, it definitely to bring it full circle, you talked about like those hardcore football guys. It sounds like that linebacker was one who took out the quarterback. Like that's football in there's a couple of thoughts I have. First off, it teaches me so much geographically how much this fucking area cares about football. Because when I moved away, you South Florida, no one cares. No one cares about sports. The only people that care right. about the sports down there are the people who moved there from up here. Like, so when my wife, the funniest thing, dude, is when there's an Eagles game on a Sunday and she doesn't care about football, like we'll be driving somewhere and she'll be like, there's no one on the road. And I'm like, yeah, the birds are on. Like, it's crazy, dude. So the, but going back to once again, and I'll finish here, you talk about hardcore football guys. That's, essentially what happened and you said it still happens today so this thing with pat fitzgerald the reason he got busted was 
I, and now this is where it gets very opinionated. So I'm going to just this. Yeah. I don't stand on any ground here, but what I will say is I think it was a kid who posted publicly and apparently this will be coming out if it hasn't already that like he was leaving Northwestern because he was begrudged with the coach because he wasn't getting right. playing time. And I believe it's going to come out that he was on a mission to get him fired to where then it's like, well, dude, there's a lot of like shit you're talking. Now there's a disgusting level to where Penn state took it. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of shit. There's like no hold, like you, like you talked about, you put a bullet in those people's heads, but yeah, then, but like regular quote unquote hazing for a football, like you had to deal with some of that. Like, just like, not like crazy, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like normal I guys. Mean, dude. <laughs> I remember freshman or sorry, it was my sophomore year because we had a freshman football team. So sophomore year, we we all would sleep at the high school for a week straight in like the classrooms. And then we would have two a days and sophomore year. Wow, do you would sleep in the high school? And be woken up at like 5 a.m. for practice. Then you have breakfast. Then you have walkthrough. Then you have another practice. Then you go to dinner and then, you know, you go to sleep. And, um, Dude, I remember that like there was this hazing thing going on where all of these upperclassmen were coming around and saying that all the underclassmen had to get their head shaved. Mm. And so they were shaving people's heads. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, I don't really care. Like back then my head was, I already had that kind of haircut back in high school. So I wasn't like in line to get my head shaved because my head was pretty much already shaved, but they start doing it. And coach Ricky found out and he freaked out dude we were out there yeah because he wanted no hazing and so literally like the next day that we were out there and like dude we just run so much wow they took it out on you they took it out on everybody yeah i guess because it's not like anybody was saying anything about it you know what i mean so i guess every we're all guilty as one you know i saw it happening i didn't say anything so um was it like forceful like you know what i'm saying like was coach ricky like out of his like because that's the thing dude coach ricky will stop that but then he'll also hit a kid with an umbrella for touching qb i know the circumstances with the state title game next week they're ramped up in coach ricky's mind but what i will say is the guy has morals in terms of a locker room he keeps a tight ship so yeah, would you, you would can't you send st- a 15 year old home to their parents with a shaved head. Ah, there you go. That's, <laughs> I mean, and I guess you're right. Like we weren't our, cause I keep going back to my, I grew up, my grandfather, who I was really, really close with, he was an educator. He told me stories about, he would like kids, dude took his, he was working. They went to his school and took his car, put it on blocks, took all the wheels off and put it on blocks he found out who the four were dude i think he beat their ass with a giant paddle and then hit their knuckles and then made them put the blocks back on so i like i always lose the gap because my mom and uncle probably i'm sure dealt with a similar punishment at home so like and i did too dude i got the wooden spoon all the time so point being like if someone leaves on a mission like i just wonder is it bad? Is it just part of the game, dude? Because everyone always says, like, the bonds you make on a football team and those tight, like, wrestling groups, too, like wrestling teams, 
they often say are like insanely close. So, uh, bro, I consider my wrestling like people brothers to this day. Like, um, I think it's a part of the game up into a certain point. Yeah, and like you said, dude, that's a where is that point? That's a really good point because if my kid. But I think it goes down to the parent, dude. If you were one of those, that linebacker you talked about, when his kid, if he came home with a, if his kid came home with a shaved head, he'd be like, hell yeah, they got you. You know what I mean? But then like, <laughs> probably if my kid came home when I sent him to school with a nice haircut with a buzz head because some 15 year old got a hold of him. I am knocking on doors like that's yeah. where, so I give you, you're right. I, I guess I'm like overplaying because it, in reality, I would not want that to happen to my own kid. So I wouldn't want it to. Yeah. But still, I think it's just, I thought it was an interesting story because there's the layer of like, what's a uh, revenge. Like he's, I mean, so they fired this guy. Fired. So he, whatever this line is or whatever this point is, he must have crossed it. Well, the investigation, you know? yeah, and that, so, but see, dude, that's where I get, it, it's, you're reading a report. If a report says, now, from what I've gathered, <laughs> I don't know if this is true. This is all alleged, by the way. But if the guy goofed up in practice, he would, like, clap his hands twice. And then mm. that guy, I think, would go get dry humped in the locker room by the other boys. Now, that's not really shaving somebody's head. So that's where I get it. It's once again, dude, I, we're going to walk on eggshells here, but like <laughs> it's, I wouldn't, I would whoop someone's ass if that happened to me, but like, that's where it gets interesting, right? If some kid comes up and starts dry humping me because I fucked up in practice, I would punch him in the face, but then, right. like, then, then what comes out? Do I get kicked off the team for inciting violence? So it's like a weird dynamic to where, I get the anger behind the punishment, but God, you just shut your mouth. Don't say you're doing it out of revenge because I mean, dude, I understand the level of spite, but at the same time, does it cross the line? Like, but then again, we don't know all the details. And I don't think we ever will uh, because, you know, I'm not going to excuse the dry hump, Yeah, but it's kind of like you said, if somebody's trying to dry hunt me, I'm, I'm swinging at them. Yeah. So right. it's like, that's what uh, I mean. dude. Know, it's like, I, so what, this- why weren't, why weren't they swinging is what I'm saying. Because I think that there had to be something more behind it where some culture of, of fear or some fe- or some fear of retaliation, like you said, where, Oh, they're going to be kicked off the team. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, there's something behind that. I think back to dude, when I was teaching at Maryland, Jordan McNair was it? I used to teach this, the student athletes classes, okay. and um, Jordan McNair, rest in peace, was a student of mine who who passed away in the middle of football practice at Maryland. And you know, there's a lot of, behind all that, but uh, pretty much it was like he was afraid to stop doing the drill because wow. you know there was at that time the coach was uh, from from Michigan, DJ Durkin was a coach, and I met Durkin, and he was always a nice guy to me. Yeah. But I don't know how practice went down where it's like, wait, I can't stop to go get a drink where yeah. I actually imagine thinking that. So I'm thinking in this Northwestern, somebody, they had to think, yeah. I can't 
do anything about this until obviously the kid did. Yeah, dude, that's a really good point too, because it makes me even remember too. And like, that's why I enjoy talking about this stuff because like I, I even learn to like correct my own thoughts because the thought of two, like he, I need to remember these are 18 to 23 year old kids. And I don't, I didn't have a lick of sense till I was, I don't know, dude, maybe 29, like yeah. three years ago, maybe like, so I'm just starting to come around to the idea of like, yeah, they need to be deserving of a break. I think what I, I, I wasn't a, an athlete at that level. So I always assume you're so coached and so regimented to where it's like, yeah, this guy's dry humping me. You hit him. You shouldn't be scared to say something. But then again, you know what I mean? It's like, if that's the environment and like upper class seniors in college, when I was a freshman looked like 42 year old men. So, <laughs> yeah, it's true. so it's like, if someone like was dry humping me, that looked like they were 42 and I was 18. I'd be like, fuck. Like, Moose, yo, <laughs> do you remember Moose on the football oh, team at Kutztown? Dude. Yeah, I oh, saw. I can't him. tell that story on nope. here. Nope, we'll save for another day. But yeah, dude, I saw Moose in an alley once, drunk, and he was like, "Cross, yeah, dude." I think he was just hitting his head against a pole, dude. There's kids like that where we're yeah. from. Football some, guy. Yeah, big football guy. That's them. That's What's the cool. movie where the guy headbutts the dude without his helmet on? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's in real life too, dude. I think JJ, someone used to do that shit before a game. He used to nail his head, start bleeding. That used to make me laugh, dude. Yep. But that's so funny. The only other thing, news-wise, it came out today, I sent it to you. A uh, An agreement, whatever the proper legal term is uh a case settlement settlement there you go thank you a settlement was made with i i'm not getting into the weeds of like who the fuck the person was or anything like that but some girl some young child i think she was maybe i don't know eight nine something like that yeah was served as a spicy chicken nugget at mcdonald's god knows dude <laughs> did you see the picture of the burn so, no i didn't actually it's like dude it's like a burn burn and so this girl before i get ahead of myself i believe dropped the chicken nugget on her lap and Ooh. it must have been a thousand degrees because she ended with second degree burns to her leg from what? a chicken nugget dude and it goes back to when we were kids. It's the hot coffee lady. Because remember, yep. there was a girl lady when we were young. That's why they all It'll look, stick with me forever. Yeah. Same, dude. So same situation. The chicken nugget girl just settled for $800,000. And I thought that was the, like, damn, dude. What If I, you told 11-year-old me, hey, Scott, stick this nugget between your thighs. You'll be good. Bruh. I'll yeah. stick a nugget and burn myself right now, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll like, stick when it in I, my cheeks. Are you kidding me? When I hear about these stories and I'm like reading them, I'm just like, what the f like another one that can't that can't be me. I'll dude, take a nugget burn right now. It's the nugget burns. It's the bag of cocaine that washes up on shore in Miami, dude. They're all the same. It's never us, and it's always awesome. And yeah. I I just struggle because it's such a ridiculous number, dude. 
like that how girl, did they land on that that's what i want i that's what like maybe how much of that is to medical be, between be just because the the news just dropped this morning about the settlement so all between now and next week i'll go to uh i'll do some digging because that's what i mean like what a crazy number dude even if you don't have health insurance like in you like essentially in my mind this is how it works like you're the worst case scenario for an injury to happen to to where your medical bills are going to be racked up right so even if that's the case i had back surgery and i don't think that was 90 grand or 900 no. it will like not and i keep thinking it's 90 it's 800 Oh my God. I mean, dude, I had a night overnight in the ICU about two years ago. What'd you do? Mostly, it was mostly due to dehydration and I had a panic attack. I, you know, I drank like 85 beers and then, uh, you know, smoked a full pack of American spirits in like six hours. And the next was day. Was this at Dover? Yeah. Oh, okay. This was, this was before I learned how to really go there. Got it. And, it was before and your so, aha moment. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I got, I'm throwing up the next day and I'm I'm thinking I'm having a heart attack because I can't move my hands, start locking up, can't catch my breath. Next thing I know, I'm telling my wife, uh, you got to take me now. Yep. I, I'm dying. Like, and so we're driving. She drives past the hospital and I'm going, where are you going? The hospital is right there. Uh -huh. She goes. That's not a good hospital. I'm going to take to the better one downtown. I'm looking oh, like no, I will dude. be dead by the time we get there. Yeah, dude, I'm like, because what? you're in the middle of like a panic attack. It's not like your like chest just hurts. It's like I'm going like I'm mentally, locked up, mentally. Yo, freaking, oh, freaking. God. And so I yeah. get into the I survived, obviously. <laughs> and then I get into the uh, ER and they're asking me all these questions, whatnot. They end up they want to keep me overnight. So I have to stay overnight. I got out of there. I was all right. You know, I was sick for a while and stuff, but that was like four grand, bro. And that was one night. So, and they didn't even do anything except like take blood and like, you know, give me some medicine and yeah, stuff. Calm you down. Yeah. So like, I'm thinking 800,000, a large portion of that has got to be pain and suffering, yeah. but like mental pain and suffering, right? Like, cause you know, how much is, yeah, dude. I don't know how much. Maybe she had to get like a skin graft or something. Now, yeah, like I said, this is involving but... a child, so I'm not gonna go too crazy. But dude, like, do you think she she can't have nugget PTSD? Like, that's like, I, I mean, she, I, I would have McDonald's PTSD. I wouldn't I, even walk in the door. I don't, and especially as a kid, dude. Like, imagine if Ronald was still around, it'd be like horrifying nightmare but, fuel yeah that good point it's but it goes back to like i don't even know what i we throw these around in all of our group chats i think every person on the planet throws out ones like how much money would or whatever all those but like yeah i i i would struggle to think of something that i wouldn't do for eight hundred thousand dollars at this point like so and i also wonder too dude from a legality standpoint this poor girl might not see a lick of it because isn't it like she can't touch it until she's a certain age? Like, or very well could be. Isn't that crazy too? You like, do they you look, know? do they even look at the home life? Like, where's it? Like, yeah, this money is awarded to her because it should be like, yeah, I'm it's sure probably, it has to go in a trust. Has she, to, to. It, you know, you can't, 
just tell mom and dad and i get eight hundred dollars yeah dude that's what i'm saying like if you they could be crackheads yeah like if you break off mom and dad like 20 or like whatever 50 each just be like yeah we know this was probably really shitty for you guys we're really sorry and then say we're gonna put a hundred thousand dollars in a fund that'll you know build equity all that good stuff and she'll be accessing it when she's 18 it'll probably have the worth of whatever I think they'd be like, I don't know, dude, 800 is so great. She's almost a millionaire. She's a really, she'll, she's, she'll be a multi by the time that interest accrues. Dude, she's a, at any, she's a high level director salary away from being a millionaire. Like that's nuts. And all she did, dude, was I would dunk my head in the fryer. <laughs> <I would. laughs> You'd be coming out looking like Freddy Krueger, dude, yeah. if you did that. Dude wouldn't care if he's rolling in cash. You'd be up there with the knives going Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> yeah, shit. dude, I would be rolling in it. Damn, I would look like one of the uh, the apple pies when they fold. <laughs> yeah. I'd be an apple pie with eyes. That's it's true, so though. It's oh, true. Man. I'll take a burn right now, dude, for about five grand. So, dude, the perfect, <laughs> perfect transition to making burning tributes is uh, you and I texted a little today because I thought it'd be or it was the other day. Uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about because it's finally coming to an end. I think everyone I follow on Instagram, it's has seen or if they didn't, they're not going to see Taylor Swift in concert. Holy shit, right. dude. Was it you who told me that they like these grown up people are wearing undies or uh like depends diapers into the show? So did you hear this? They were I'm not remotely shocked to hear that. They wear diapers so they don't have to go and miss a song during the whole thing. So they can just sit there and pee and watch her play whatever song I don't and fester in it. So yeah. But that's what they're doing in like the whole stadium, dude. Like I watch stadium of festering depend piss. Like, dude, you and I are age group now to where most of the people we follow have like professional jobs. And I know like I'm an ass, but like everyone, even my boss knows I'm an ass. So like no one's going to be shocked by any, you know, that I do. But like some of these people are like educators that are like crying, dude while this girl performs have you i'm guessing you've seen what i've seen so i'm gonna say yes i have and you gotta understand about this thing man this is a religion to the people that do this it really is because i'm telling i know people who went i know multiple people who went they're good people they are a few of them are educators a few of them have other jobs in other fields whatever it may be i don't think they were the depends okay but dude i'd never know well and that's the thing dude there are there are levels to it so that's what i also feel bad for people that went to this show or just simply like her but i don't think they could get into because tickets were like a bajillion dollars yeah so uh someone i know actually flew into detroit from baltimore to see her there because it was only like 500 there Whereas up in Philly, it was over a thousand dollars when she played the link. And um, 
dude. I just I can't justify that much money for an event. Now, granted, I'm I'm a bullshitter because I'm gonna probably drop that for WrestleMania 40 next year. True, but I won't need a diaper for that. And no. also, <laughs> dude, like <laughs> the, the people, dude, that are going in a diaper. I just I can't wrap my head around that but like dude, at all. And like I so like, now that you say it, maybe. <laughs> Maybe you are. You, well, no, because the big thing is the diaper. We got it. You got to nail the diaper because when I start seeing you in pictures of what you're wearing to WrestleMania and how excited you're going to be, it's going to be eerily similar. But what I will say is I know the man behind it. Like there's people that, and I don't really think it's any of the people I follow, but there are people that like, like you said, it was like a religious experience, but I know how the human brain works. You can't like remember it all. And then you get into the weird thing, dude, where people nowadays videotape a, a whole show on their phone. It's That's like psychotic. Nuts, right? Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know, dude. It's people nowadays. I don't know if it's mental illness or what it is, but it's people weird me out. And I used, I, I truly felt like I used to be the weird one. Now it's flipping to where like, I don't know. I would never spend a thousand dollars. Like, dude, it's, I'll tell you my wheelhouse <laughs> is like, we saw Shania Twain down okay, here. There we go. 43 bucks. Yep. That's what I'm talking about, dude. You live <laughs> that Merrill. I would say the strip from Maryland to Myrtle beach, because the list of people my brother has seen that like, yeah, they're like my brothers, I think saw sugar Ray, like a band nice. like for a yeah, dude for like, I think it was a free show. Like if you just wait a little, like I promise something. Better, They'll come like, back around. They'll yeah. come back around. Dude. You know, we saw, um, man, who did we see? Paul McCartney. At Citizens Bank Park years ago, we waited till like the day of and scooped tickets for like 40 bucks. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that stuff happens, but with this one, it didn't. This is like her, Beyonce. I gotta There's say, only a few. Beyonce, that's one. I was out to lunch uh, with some colleagues about two weeks ago. They're talking about Beyonce tickets are now over the thousands of dollars, into the thousands of the dollars, right? I saw Beyonce at Made in America, like, 10 years ago for 50 bucks yeah. like that I'm, I'm not paying that much money for a musical act and i'm especially not going to go to it and stare at my phone the whole time that i'm there because I, i'm there to see the concert i'm I was, we spent enough time staring at our cell phones you know what and, i mean and my big thing too dude is it's like getting away from what in my opinion like what you would go to a show to do right like for the experience yeah the focus is them as opposed to like i think of like two genres of music that i love i love rock music like what classic rock music like i would love to have seen queen in their prime sure like, because you're seeing a spec like that guy's actually playing the guitar that guy like and he's singing like that. And I even think as something as raw as a rapper in person, like back before yeah. they would like half auto or not auto tune, but half uh, like they basically sing over a track. I saw point. Nicki Minaj and Rick Ross for $30 at Club Shampoo in Philly. I'm saying, dude, if you can find the cool spots to where you're going to see, but like I can't justify spending a vacation house on 
like that. I just, I don't, I guess people have different strokes for different folks, but. I mean, bro, I'll say this. Taylor Swift, no shortage of talent, right? No. You know, obviously, she, she is a legend and a star for a reason. She's earned her place. Those prices, man, you just got to be, I don't know. Like, I feel like people waited all year and like they're not taking time off and they're not going on vacation this year for that one three hour night where they pissed themselves <laughs> probably more than once probably more than once dude if you go once you're going twice because at that point dude i just i would lose my mind if someone pooped their pants next to me and was like sorry dude there's ninety thousand people fit in lincoln financial field you know someone shit themselves no one, and dude. i bet you people shit themselves that weren't even wearing the diaper exactly dude and they just went like oh like i free <laughs> like i don't dude if i if i was next to a pooper i would lose my mind <laughs> bro that shit would <laughs> you spent a thousand dollars yo to sniff someone's chocolate next to a chocolate hot dog dude you'd be Folks, I'd be so mad. That's what I knew you'd like appreciate me bringing it up because they're nuts, dude. I don't know how else to describe it. They're nuts. It's like, yeah, don't get me started because it's how everyone views. <laughs> yeah, don't. Oh, it makes me so mad. Uh, something I did, and I'm not going to bash these people. One, I know a few and I don't want to deal with it. Two, uh, they I are know quite a few. They are, well, no, this is, I'm moving on because this is another rabid fan base, but I guess I kind of respect at least some what their vision is, not all. Vegetarians or Mm. vegans, well, no, I'm not dealing with vegans. They're, those people are wackadoos, but. The vegan is what? They don't do any animal whatsoever. (laughs) Anything, dude. So they, they eat Mm. the fake cheese. They're going to be the bug eaters first, dude. They're, They're probably already already, think. dude. You t- kidding me, dude? What's in fake cheese? Like, dude, I remember we bought, we accidentally bought a bag of, uh, whatever this. I don't, I honestly don't know what it's called. In impossible cheese or fake cheese, and yeah. I put it on the burger, dude. And the amount of sweat that came off that cheese. What's... Well, it's not cheese. <laughs> no, dude. It was like it was like. I put it plastic strips on top of my burger and it's just like forming to it yeah dude it's wild but anyway my i'm not here like i said to bash the vegetarianism but like could you you and i like we talk about being regimented but i don't know did that ever like i'm assuming no you never even crossed your mind but did you deal with any (laughs) do you think no i don't think you but did you ever deal with any like what are your thoughts on the veg well i know i know a few people that uh live that life actually um one of my wife's close friends my uh brother or my brother's girlfriend for a long period of time i think i'm not even sure she's still maybe doing it dude my brother's girlfriend currently is a vegetarian i can't do it i can't even like think about doing it bro because like i'm homo sapien yeah. I so have, like I have sharp to teeth for a reason. Meat. Like Ooh. I have to have like a paleolithic, you know, high protein. Like I'm trying to I'm not getting that from sweaty cheese, dude. No, <laughs> dude. The plastic like, cheese will no, and I agree, dude, because once I I understand the thought of they don't like death, where it may you know what I mean? Like I I get that because like, dude. 
Oh my God. Literally a literal nightmare situation. So we, me and my wife take walks around our neighborhood. And I think I've made it publicly known. I live right by one of the biggest meat packing plants in this, if not the yeah. in state in the state of Pennsylvania. So between the hours of uh, 530 AM to 730 AM. And then at dusk, they wait on purpose to bring the pigs in because they wait till people aren't on the roads. So they mm. don't see it and they don't catch backlash. Yeah. Usually dude. So when I'm taking my morning walk, I always get a strong whiff of the pig truck and you know, like it's whatever, like I've come to terms with it. Right. But at the same time, yesterday we're on a walk, me and my wife, no headphones in, we're just chatting and a pig truck goes by and I go, Oh, and dude, I heard a scream <laughs> from hell that like, you know what I mean? It was a pig that was freaking out. And the pig I, squeals are loud, like <laughs> dude, it was it was that, but like the volume level of a car horn, and it was just going down. And now I just watched my poor wife because dude, I I fish, I like hunting, right. I I don't like I come to terms with it, and I, I think you come across as crazy for just saying that, but like it is what it is, right? I, you respect the animal and the idea. Well, look at the look at the Inuit, like up yeah. in Alaska. Yeah. You know, if you watch that shows on like Discovery and stuff yeah, where for sure. they use every part of every the animal, part. you yeah. know what I mean? You respect it. They they pray. I mean, I know, you know, there's multiple religions. You could be a swifter religion or you could be, a, you know, but um, <laughs> a, Nor- a, Na- a Nordic uh, Eskimo. But at the same time, exactly. my thought, too, though, like the reason I get frustrated with a lot of those people is because the amount of waste. Right. Like they don't want that death, but they're willing to rip a carrot out and then only use the good portion like that's crazy to me like it's you know well here's the thing i'll say and agree and agree with you really is that everybody nowadays seems to want to just use a whatever source or whatever story fits their own narrative when the actual production cause could be higher for that it could be i see the point of people that look at it and say the animals are are not treated right if you look at like certain fish hatcheries and stuff if you look at the way chickens are like some chickens live their lives in cages blind their whole life yeah can't move dude so funny you say that so it sounds like your brother's girl and mine too is they're i think of that variety right like they they just they don't feel right and that to me makes total sense i can i it's a hard thing to really think about. That's why most people don't think about it, right? So uh, right. I I agree with that, but it's like you're saying, the people who are just desperate for a label and like try to throw that stuff at you, just ugh, it makes me yeah. nuts. But yeah, I don't even know where I was going with it, dude. The sweaty cheese is what really got me. But Well, I mean, you know, just the, I, I can see why people choose that choice. Yeah. I am too focused selfishly. It really isn't a, a political thing. It really isn't. I'm uh, thinking about the animals or I'm thinking about the harvesting of whatever. I'm not thinking about any of that. I'm literally just out to try to get the most nutrition that I can. For sure. And I know that when you go vegan or vegetarian, you have to supplement the things that you're no longer getting through me. You and, and I are cheese. too lazy to do it and do it right. 
like you I know would never I mean? do it, dude. No. I like steak too much. No, and like, I agree. Like I just the other night, dude, I had a burger. I get it. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. And I forget. I it wasn't to go off on a tangent about people. I just thought it was like an interesting avenue of like there's variations to it and i respect it like i said but it's if you're doing it for the right reasons but i had a i had a vegan wing one time up in philly uh with my brother his girlfriend were out somewhere and they had like wings chicken wings that were not chicken was it and like they tasted or cauliflower i really can't say what it was made out of but i know that it wasn't made out of chicken good to know and it was all right but like so like without my brother's girl i wouldn't have ever gotten turned on to buffalo cauliflower like that's all right yeah like and that's something where it's like i respect it but i what i and this is what maybe i was getting at what i hate is the pretend stuff it's just like i don't get why i would never want a hamburger to taste like a hamburger if it's not made of hamburger like who don't, knows what it is? Don't give me the mushroom flaxseed mush that's beef flavored. Ugh. Like imagine I've, chewing a piece of bubble gum and it being beef. Like, ugh. Dude, I bet you they have that too. They do. Literally, I don't want to eat things that are not natural occurring things. Yeah. And I'm I mean, sure I'm just, I don't know. I don't have the knowledge because I've never looked into the stuff, but I'm sure there's vegan and vegetarian options that are naturally occurring things. I'm the kind of person that like Bear grills, like I'll catch a fish and take a bite out of it. Yeah. Like, where, uh, you and I have the same <laughs> mission. You and I are just going to be on this ascending path <laughs> to be more badass. And like, I swear to you, we went to these farm stands last weekend and I, I'm not joking. It's like life changing going to them because you yeah, realize man. like this was grown right here on this farm. You just take the produce, they have it all priced out, you put it in a bag, you scan your Venmo, and you go on your way, and you have fresh, and the fun I like that. And so what I do, Smeds, and I love to cook, so I know I say it like in a way that some people don't enjoy being in the kitchen, but you get home with all these fresh ingredients that you bought just because they look good, and then you figure out what you want to eat. And like, I don't know, that's, it's just so much better than- I, dude, I can't, thank God I met my wife because I don't know if I would have graduated to where I am in the culinary department, but sure. I can't imagine going down a grocery store aisle to where all like the, what's that stuff called? It's like the processed foods, like the, the dude, the nah. cereal aisle is about to be so big. It's going into another aisle. There's that, that's how many cereals and gross shit there is. I'm concerned about the grocery store, man. I don't know like what's in that food. No. Well, and now people, I think we're a step away from people getting too lazy to go. And then once we're too I'm already lazy, there, dude. We've well, been Instacarting. So my worry then, dude, is like, once you sit there, it's just going to be all kept in a warehouse. And then it's like, well, what? are those things like, like you know amazon I mean? you know it, like it's going to be like a amazon warehouse with like freeze-dried 
Precisely. Yeah. yeah, precisely. That's what They're I like think. that army food where you just like open the bag, put water in it, and it gets real hot, like the army pasta they yeah. talk about. Yeah, dude, that's the we're turning in. A, I've heard this theory bunch where it's just like the movie Wally. Everyone's getting fatter and mobilized and everything's going to be a TV dinner and you're just going to be like, ooh, food. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Ay, ay, Last thing I wanted to get into, uh, I think it's. It has to be regional. I, I'm convinced it is. Did you drink milk as a kid? Did we talk? And if we talked about this before, just shut me up. But did we talk about last week? No, right? I don't recall talking about this last week. I was a milk drinker. Yeah. Um, I was not was it nearly. Ins- yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, was it insisted like in the home? Like mom and dad were like, hey, you need to drink a glass of milk. So I can say for my wife, that was certainly the case. I can wow. tell a funny story about that real yeah. quick. Cool. Uh, the, so sh- her and her sister were mandated to drink milk. Yep. And I'm thinking it was, a you know, a big glass or whatever. I'm sure it might have been more. But if they did not drink their milk, they had to kneel at the altar until they decided they were going to drink it. Yeah. Whoa, dude. And so, like, Marin would drink. Yeah. <laughs> does does she drink milk now? No. I was gonna say, dude. There's no way. She I probably. The only time she'll drink milk is if we're making like a smoothie with a milk base. Okay. Yeah. I have not seen her be on cereal or be on because I think there's some trauma behind this because you know. Um, her sister apparently didn't like to drink the milk. So she spent a lot of time kneeling at that altar and Marin would say, just go drink the milk, yo. Yeah, like dude. just so you can stop kneeling. Like, but uh, I guess, you know, whatever. But for me, <laughs> it was Marin's baby way better isn't, telling that story. But isn't it? No, dude, I full, the reason I'm laughing, like I fully appreciate it because so two things, my wife hates, hates, eggs hates them dude i hate them too but i eat them a lot so (laughs) we can unpack that later but she if i would like but the weird thing is is she likes cooking them and she like she's not grossed out by what it is she like like your wife in that situation was forced fed them as a kid and like you have to eat it we're all eating eggs. she was one of four kids we're all eating eggs you're eating eggs so get used to it and she won't touch them dude she'll get what's uh the asian shit that uh comes like it's noodles and there's like little bits of yeah well no there's the other stuff that has little bits of uh pad thai has oh uh, yeah vietnamese it is they have bits of egg in it you know like scrambled throughout yeah that's good Uh, she picks them out Picks them wow. I end up with a mini pile of scrambled eggs on my plate, too. It's disgusting. Extra protein. But funny enough, I was the same way with lima beans. My mom would make lima beans, and we grew up in a house where not only did we drink our milk, but dude, I would have to. My mom told me I was cut off. I had a, we had a milk limit we could hit because I was drinking a half a gallon a day. And damn. Uh, and you wonder why, like, I was you were fed. bulking. Yeah, you dude. were bulking. No one, <laughs> dude. I'm just so pissed. Now that you say that, I'm even more pissed that Arnold didn't have this shit on the front lines because you're right. I that's a. I never thought about that, dude. I was just simply bulking, 
and no one yeah. showed me how to how to pump and what you can't bulk and no pump dude no that's so, just bulk yeah and that's what i think i was <laughs> i was like milky and fatty like i was just like that kind of kid but milk was one of those things dude i truly loved like homemade chocolate milk like was like, oh yeah i texted my buddies the other day and i said the first time oh you might have been in there i said the first time i tried chocolate milk and i put a little bit of heavy cream in it with like homemade hershey's chocolate sauce i i realized yeah. like what drug addiction was like i knew i could i was like oh like yeah yeah good milk Real was a good. big big thing and i just think it, well let me ask do you think it's like region because we are in a huge dairy state yeah true we do have like the wawa and the turkey hills all around us so we have huge milk producers that, that you kind of you know were around us it, it, it could be i mean i i think i don't do know you come across like because nowadays not a pee and i don't think many people drink milk they drink almond milk or like ah, i fucking i hate the almond milk dude like just get regular milk i mean what's the almond for lactose intolerant dude you oh, ever try to make should, a... maybe i should be drinking the almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> no dude that's what i'm saying i think we used to yeah i don't know i get two percent milk and i get the ultra pasteurized milk because it it lasts for like three months oh so now i don't it doesn't take me three months to drink it yeah but isn't it the worst stuff don't they say you don't want that like you because dude milk that doesn't sound right to me three months i mean it's like maybe that's like almond milk but still i think well you know what i say all this in judgment dude maybe i should check my fucking label because here i am here's my the the regular milk like the regular milk if you go down underneath a two percent even to me a two percent of the regular milk it tastes watered down oh you're like a holy seed dude i so like yeah because like back i went through phases of milk where i had in catholic school we had a carton and you would get to pick your little carton on your lunch tray every day I went for chocolate. High Point Farms, I believe, was the maker. And so I would drink my little carton of chocolate milk at at, at school. And then as I got out of the Catholic school and got older, I started going big on whole milk, the Mm. red one. Yeah. It was like a milkshake. I would make milkshakes with it, dude. I would make like ice cream scoops and everything. And then I realized I was about three, three years ago, maybe. I was working out pretty consistently. And I was like, I wanted to put weight on. And so I said, I'm going to get whole milk. And then after every workout, I'm going to hit whey protein, like mm. two scoops of whey protein with like yeah, a banana, throw some like chocolate. The, yeah, they say, isn't that's like on the label, how you get like, it's like the ultra, how to get the most out of it. Dude, I was hitting this whey proteins like after every workout with this, with the milk, with the whole milk. And I put on like 10 pounds. Dude. <laughs> I was like, let's go. Then COVID hit and I Ooh. got out the gym membership and then I put another 10 and now I'm kind of stuck here. Tough but, combo. So now I'm back on the 2%, okay. but I go for the pasteurized because I don't like drinking watery milk. Yeah, well, and I, so that's something I learned because my grandfather, I think, was a skim milk drinker. And that's what I thought about mom, moving to skim. So my mom put me on that because that's the most watered, right? Like, isn't that so? Yeah. So they, when 
I think I was going mill crazy. She put me on the skim because at that point I could drink the ratio. But dude, I used to come in and like crave it. Like, well, if after a basketball game or something like that, I was that weird. You should race in in the 500, Scott, because well, then you're dead. You get milk, dude. And it's so funny you bring that up because <laughs> as a kid, dude, that was like the the milk he held they the winner if and if you don't know the indy 500 is a race that when you win is it sponsored by a milk like why is that the tradition do we know i have no idea but i know that when you qualify for it you hand in a name card with your preferred milk on wow. the card wow yeah so the point and the end of that story is when you if you win are so lucky to win you are given these delicious cold glass jar like i don't they're the old school bottles of milk yep. and every winner usually takes a big sip and then douses himself in it that <laughs> part was kind of nasty because of the smell after but milk is yeah i was always jealous because the and dude that's the one thing i wish in america that would go back to what it was is and there's a lot but a milkman delivering milk cold man. milk to your door dude that like in a glass bottle that to me just sounds so good Damn. a lot of children born out of wedlock thanks to those milkmen dude and i'm convinced these i don't know what they're putting in the almond milk dude but everyone's drinking it and i'm worried. I'm, I'm, I'm out on that i if think I was, it's gonna like give me boobs or something i don't know you know what it I mean? might That's i don't what know I'm what saying, dude. you know had, it, who had when almonds the, do not produce milk so my point is when <laughs> when's the guy when's the first guy who's the first guy who drank almond milk and said okay i'm gonna drink this instead of milk forever how's he doing do we have that guy like he's probably not shitting his pants anymore from regular milk <laughs> <laughs> but is he alive what if he's what if he is a serial killer and could be bill they, gates bro and, so that's the other thing what if almond milk is the unleashing ingredient like that's I don't think we do that enough in food because yeah, the chicken we're eating too, dude. I, I mean, bro, you, you know, there's like seven companies that own every food in the grocery store. It's horrible. Dude. That's why do... you got to go local, go and support oh, local. You're, you're, Amish. Not, you're not. Yeah, you know? dude. You, you find your Amish, you find the farmers and you go buy that's, that could be our plot. Maybe dude, that'll be what I work on. My first, uh, uh, what's it called sponsor i'll try to hook up yeah. with a local farmer a local beef guy that'd be nice i got jw truth and sons down the street they wow. kill the cows right out back and they'll cut it up in the back and bring it right out to you maybe if they got cool t-shirts we could uh link up so all right give us yeah, something man. to work on all this right. is the thing right i can do the farm i can do the vegetables i get that put them in there grow them but like the livestock thing is yeah tough. that's that's a tough one dude that's for like a real cowboy i think you gotta I, bank on local people yeah for that. i think and yeah dude because in cattle you're right like even because dude just to get one costs but you know what i mean there's a lot to it and then you gotta yeah. have the old yeller in you to like pull the trigger and do all that older dance that's a lot dude that's that's for a real man so maybe, i can't old yeller man no, Not well, i know well we'll it's aspirations for us to become even harder. So, all right. Well, uh, oh, uh, I think we're going to do early next week. We're talking about doing a physical fitness episode. Uh, talk to a few of our buddies who are super into physical fitness. Give us some uh, new perspective. Get us. And possibly for us, we're looking pretty good. I think we might give them 
some new perspective so hell yeah yeah and then probably just drop in for another episode and uh, we'll see what's uh shaking but if you're good you got anything it's uh, any uh burning desires on your end oh man i just you know there's a lot of different religions in the world you could be amish you could be a swifter you could be a diaper shitter i mean you know just everybody to each their own is all i'll say you know it's all love and peace baby we love exactly everybody. we need right. love. yep <laughs> all right schmetz have a good one i love you peace brother Lights later up. peace